Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 The IDF is closing in on Gaza City's Al-Shifa Hospital, which Israel says is hiding Hamas's main operation center. American intelligence confirmed Israel's claim that Hamas has a command center under the Al-Shifa Hospital in Gaza. It uses fuel intended for it, and its fighters regularly cluster in and around the Strip's largest hospital. The information comes after comments made on Sunday, November 12th, by National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Quote, you can see even from open source reporting that Hamas does use hospitals, along with a lot of other civilian facilities for command and control, for storing weapons, for housing its fighters. Sullivan said on CNN's State of the Union. Without getting into this specific hospital or that specific claim, this is Hamas's track record, both historically and in this conflict, said Jake Sullivan. On Monday, November 13th, the Israeli military revealed proof that the basement of the Rantisi Hospital in Gaza City was used by Hamas to hide arms and possibly hold hostages kidnapped on October 7th. Hamas hides in hospitals. Today, we will expose this to the world, said IDF spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari. Hagari presented evidence showing Hamas's weapons being stored underneath Rantisi's Children's Hospital, as well as rooms being seemingly used to hold hostages. One room staged to look like a living room featured window curtains covering a tiled wall and a calendar of guard shifts starting on October 7th. In an adjoining room was a chair with a rope next to one of its legs, which Hagari said was evidence of constraints used. The chair sat under a piece of equipment donated by the World Health Organization, with a baby bottle on top and diapers on the floor. Among the weapons found in the hospital basement were suicide bomb vests, grenades, AK-47 assault rifles, explosive devices, RPGs, and other weapons. Hagari described the facility as a Hamas command and control center. Early Tuesday morning, November 14th, the IDF announced the coordination of the transfer of newborn incubators from an Israeli hospital to Al-Shifa Hospital in Gaza. The military emphasizes commitment to distinguishing between civilians and terrorists, expressing willingness to collaborate with reliable mediators for the incubator's transfer. Despite the offer of 300 liters of fuel to Al-Shifa in northern Gaza, it was rejected. Jerry cans with fuel were left at the hospital entrance to address electricity shortages hampering efforts. The World Health Organization reported that Al-Shifa, Gaza's main hospital, is no longer operational. A circulated image on social media depicted IDF Golani Brigade troops at the police headquarters in Gaza, holding an Israeli flag and the 13th Battalion flag. The photo's timing remains unclear, and in recent developments, Golani troops were pictured inside Gaza's parliament building. The IDF reported directing fighter jets and combat helicopters to strike anti-tank missile squads firing at troops overnight. The Israel Air Force, the IAF, targeted approximately 200 sites in the past day, including terror operatives, weapon production sites, anti-tank missile launch positions, and command centers. The IDF updated the death toll in the Gaza ground operation to 46, with two more troops reportedly killed or Khamenei Tzlan. An Israeli official informed the Washington Post of, nearly, of nearing completion of a deal that could see the release of dozens of women and children held in the Gaza Strip with an announcement expected within days. The official highlighted the general understanding of the deal's outline. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said on Monday, 
Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on Monday visited soldiers and vowed that the war against Hamas was not just, quote, an operation against the terror group. Rather, this is neither an operation nor a round, but a war to the end. If we do not finish them, they will come back, said Netanyahu. Number two. On Tuesday, November 14th, massive crowds in the tens of thousands are gathering for the March for Israel event, taking place from 1 to 3 p.m. at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. Metropolitan Police have issued a list of street closures and parking restrictions around the National Mall, and D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser announced during a press conference on Monday, November 13th, that the National Guard will be on hand to assist. The march is being organized by the Jewish Federations of North America and the Conference of Presidents, of major Jewish organizations. Tens of thousands of people are expected to be in attendance. The Washington Post reported that according to a permit submitted to the National Park Service, the organizers are expecting 100,000 attendees to show up in support of Israel. Rachel Goldberg, whose son Hirsch Goldberg Poland was among those abducted by Hamas militants on October 7th, is scheduled to speak to the crowd at the National Mall. A letter signed by now five members of the Meazis Gleli HaTayra of Agudit Yisrael of America late Monday night implored Bnei Tayra not to participate in the rally in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday morning. In their letter, they wrote that despite the fact that all our hearts are pained and mourn the tsara of the Klal, we are conveying our opinion that no one who is a Chorid Ludvar Hashem should participate in the general rally that is being held, as its organizers and participants are not Mashlume Emune Yisrael, and as, it, and as it is known, the opinion of our Rabbanim Zatzal, whose Messiah we hold, warned us from joining with religious streams who are far from the Derech and Messiah. And especially after the speaker's schedule of the rally was published, and it is known to all that the main speakers are a mixture of people whose entire essence is the opposite of Torah, Yira, and Tznias, Rahman al-Zlan. Since then, the matter is simple. We must distance ourselves from them and the masses. Matsubilatera calling on Obene Taira not to attend the Washington DC rally. But they remain committed to supporting Israel in its time of need. Number three. Former President Donald Trump's social media platform, Truth Social, has lost $73 million in net sales since the platform's official launch in February of 2022, according to a new financial disclosure filing from Digital World Acquisition Corp., the DWAC. Digital World is a merger partner with Trump Media and Technology Group, the TMTG. Trump owns a stake in Truth Social that was last valued at between $5 million and $25 million. The form shows that Truth Social lost $50 million on just $1.4 million of net sales in 2022 and another $23 million within the first six months of this year, according to the filing. If TMTG is unable to complete its merger with DWAC and receive more funds, company may not survive, according to the filing. The amended S-4 filing noted in the section titled Risks Related to TMTG that TMTG's independent registered public accounting firm has indicated that their financial condition raises substantial doubt as to its ability to continue as a going concern. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.